on these dark, cold days of winter. As the rain comes down and the clouds steal what few fading glimmers of the sun we get, I find myself sitting, thinking of stories that I want to tell. Some stories are beautiful and futuristic. Starships flying through the sky and taking on epic quests and epic journeys through space. And in others, dark, monstrous creatures lurk in modern-day America, seeking who they may devour. Yeah, my mind is torn, my creativity is muddled, and I'd like to talk about it on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and today I want to talk a little bit about my writing journey, because I like to do that on Fridays, and it's been insane, literally, like insane, like crazy making, like making me want to just beat my head into a wall until hopefully a story falls out. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast and whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. And the more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. All right. Thank you to everybody who's already done that. Okay. So my writing experiences have been crazy lately. And not like in a bad sort of way, but in just, I, I kind of want to pull my hair out and scream sort of a way. Because it's dark and it's cold. And I keep thinking about all the things that I could be doing and all the things that I could be writing and all the things that I could be working on. And I don't actually have a project that's in a state where it's actually ready to be written. And so I'm struggling. I'm struggling right now. And not for a dearth of ideas. I have way too many ideas, and that's kind of the problem. I'm not one who's been a fan of hopping back and forth from project to project, but I've been doing that, and I've been getting a couple thousand words on this project, and a couple thousand words on that project, and a couple thousand words over there, and a couple thousand words over here. And that in and of itself is kind of an infuriating experience, because in so many ways, it feels like I am treading water, like I'm not getting anywhere, because I don't know how big the epic sci-fi space opera thingy is going to end up being, so I don't know if I'm a tenth of the way done, a quarter of the way done, am I only one percent of the way done? I don't know. See, usually when I start a project, I have a rough idea of how big I want the book to be, but with a lot of the projects that I've been starting lately, I haven't had that wonderful gift. I haven't had that wonderful ability to kind of gauge how big the story is. And the same problem really starts coming in with like the epic story. 
the sci-fi, the space opera that I really do want to write. And as I'm saying this, I'm picking up my leather-bound notebook that... Actually, I think it's fake leather. feels like fake leather. Anyway, um, my notebook that I've been scrounging ideas together in for a while, and I've been developing this idea, and I really like it, and I want it to become a story. I want it to become a book, but it's such a complicated story that I don't know how big it's going to be in the end. It could be ginormous. I mean, we could be, I could be writing a Dune-sized novel, for all I know. Or I, I could be writing just a 90,000-word novel, which is about twice the size of what I've been doing lately. I don't know. And it's that uncertainty that is unsettling me. Because I am the worst kind of writer. I'm not a plotter, and I'm not a pantser. And I refuse to use the term planter. I've tried it on. It doesn't fit. I don't like it. It sounds weird. I'm a slapdasher. I need to know where I'm going. I need to know where the story is going to end up. I need to have a good sense of character when I get started. I don't need to know all of the details. In fact, I prefer not to know all of the details. I like to discover them along the way. But I need my signposts. And the issue that I'm having is not that I don't have stories I want to be working on, but that I have too many. And this is where the writer's best friend comes in. And hopefully you can hear the irony and the sarcasm in my voice. By best friend, I'm referring, of course, to guilt. You know guilt. That horrible little feeling that comes in when you're working on one project that says, you know, you really should be working on the other one. I mean, how dare you be doing world building for this one story when you have those books over there that need editing? They need editing. You should be doing that. Okay, so I'll, I'll do some editing. And you start doing editing, and guilt comes back into the room and says, Are you editing? What are you, crazy? If you're not writing every day, then how are you going to get another book done? You have so much world building to do before you can even start writing that sci-fi thing that you want to do. Why aren't you working on that? And you go, oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I should be doing some of the world building. Because if I don't get that done, then I'm not going to be ready to start writing that, and I really want to get that written. And then the muse comes wandering in and says, hey, I have this wonderful idea. It's for a spooky story. And look outside at all the gloom and darkness. Turn on the news and see all the horrible things that are going on right now. Yes, don't you just feel the gloom about you? Don't you want to be writing some of that urban dark fantasy again? been a while. Here's not one, not two, but three beautiful stories that you could be working on. Dark and mysterious, all those things that you like. Creepy, but not quite horror. Yeah, shouldn't you be doing that? And you find yourself lost in the, at least I find myself, lost in the allure of the muse, and I follow her off and start playing around with those. And of course, as always happens, guilt walks back into the room. Oh, you're working on something new. So you don't care about the books that you have over there that need editing so that they can go out into the world. And you don't care about that space opera that you promised people that you were definitely working on. 
and instead you're going to do this vanity project that just came out of nowhere? What are you thinking? And the paralysis kicks in. The fear kicks in. Am I alienating my audience? Am I just working on vanity projects? Am I not really doing what I should be working on? At least this is what I'm feeling on an almost daily basis here lately. Because, as you can tell from the episodes I've been doing about writing and creativity, the question of what counts as writing time really is bearing down on me. And like I said, traditionally, I've not allowed myself to hop around like this. I've forced myself to stick to one story at a time. And that is a strategy that has not served me well over the years. It really hasn't. It's led to years and years and years and years of, well, not being able to produce anything because I've picked this project, so this is the project that I'm going to do, and of course it turns out that that was the wrong project, and I just wasted a whole bunch of time and got nothing done. Or that that project wasn't right or ready yet. And so, here I am, allowing myself to actually flit around and actually try different things. So, of course, our old friend Guilt comes in. Luckily, my shame died a long time ago, so I don't have to worry about shame being brought in. But guilt is powerful and prevents us from seeing the things that we should be working on. And no, before you start thinking it, because I know some of you, especially those of you who have been longtime listeners to this podcast, are going to be thinking, okay, here's where the follow your bliss comes in. And no, I don't think that that's the answer here. And I don't think following your muse is the right answer either. And it's not right to follow your heart in these circumstances either. Because all three of those are susceptible to guilt. And that's the problem. Guilt controls a lot of what we do in our creative lives. It tells us what we should and shouldn't write. It tells us what we should and shouldn't be working on. It tells us what is and is not a waste of time. It distracts us. So, if we're not supposed to be following our heart or our bliss or our dreams, how does someone like me, who's trapped in this endless sea, being thrown back and forth and back and forth by the endless waves of creativity between island to island, finding no safe harbor, how do I decide where I should land? Now is the time for vision. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer here. That's how we figure out how to go forward. This is why vision is such an important thing. Now, what do I mean by vision? Knowing what kind of a writer you want to be. Who are you? Who are you trying to be? What are your goals? What are your ambitions? Because that, in the end, is what's important. It's not how many books we have written, unless that's a specific goal of yours, and that's a dangerous goal to have, so be careful. What are you wanting to do? See, for myself, I want to be a storyteller. I want to tell stories, and I already know that I have three 
primary worlds that I want to tell those stories in. So allowing myself time to investigate those worlds, to build those worlds out, to tell stories in them, as long as I'm doing that, I'm doing the right thing. As long as I am exploring tales that I find interesting and that I find important, then there's a chance that my readership will as well. And that's what is important. Staying aligned with my goals and my vision for me and my business. What do I want my writing career to look like? Well, I want to have a bunch of urban fantasy books out. I want to have a bunch of epic fantasy books out. I want to have a bunch of space opera books out. And I want them to be good stories, stories that I am proud of. And yes, I would like other people to like them too, but honestly, at this point in my life, and for quite a few years now, I I care more about being proud of my output than I am. Well, I care more about being proud of my output than I do with how other people talk about it. Or if other people talk about it. Yes, I want other people to read my work. Yes, I want other people to like it. But the more I think about my goals is I want to produce stories that I am proud of. I want to produce stories that I care about. So with that being my vision, with that being my goal, and yes, I do have sub goals about, you know, book sales and money and all that stuff, because, you know, I'm human and I live in a capitalist society that requires me to do such. But my primary goal is to tell good stories, stories that I am proud of. And so as long as I am working towards that goal, that's all that matters. So what's your goal? Because I know a lot of other creative people, and especially writers, get themselves in this place where they have too many ideas or a couple ideas, and they don't know which is the one that they should be working on. This is where this idea of vision comes in, really sitting down and asking yourself, who am I? Who do I want to be? If I'm only known for one thing, what is that? And I want to be known as a storyteller. That's my goal. Yeah, I'd like people to know me for my Dragons of Night books, or my Ash Dancer books, or, you know, my, our Solemn Hour books. Yes, I'd like that too. But that's not, none of those is primary to me. It's not like I want to be known as a great space opera writer, or a great epic fantasy writer. I want to be remembered as a great storyteller. And the only way I can influence the possibility of that happening is by telling as many stories as I can that I am proud of. And that's how you tell guilt to get out of the room. Because once you align yourself with your vision, for your, with your actual goals, for what you want to do, once you're set on that, guilt doesn't have power over you anymore. Guilt can only control you if there's something for you to feel guilty about. And yes, I have 
a stack of finished manuscripts that I really should be editing. And I would really like to be editing them. That would be wonderful. I would love that. I want to get them out. I want to get them into the world. I want people to enjoy them and to like them and to fall in love with them. But I also know that if I am as distracted as I am right now with other ideas, I will miss things in the edits. And they won't be the best books that I can put out. And so it's not time yet. It's not the right moment for me to tell those stories. For me to edit those stories. And that's something you have to learn about yourself. What is right for you right now? Where are you at? Because I definitely have times where I'm all about the editing. I'm all about the revision. And when I have those feelings, guess what I do? I edit and I revise. And I'm not saying that I'm disagreeing with the War of Art, which I have cited on many occasions here, who says that, where he says that the main thing for us to realize as writers is that we become a writer when we decide that we're going to show up. I agree. And the thing that I need to show up for is getting stories out. I need to tell my stories. I need to get the stories that I want to tell want to tell out. What are your goals? What is your vision? Where do you want to be? How do you want everything to work out for you? You need to figure that out. You need to set that f- forward. Because once you have that guiding star, once you have that idea, you will so easily be able to get over guilt. Because when it comes sauntering into the room as it's wont to do, you can tell it to go away. No, I'm not wasting my time. No, I'm not distracted. Yes, I will get to those. That's on the agenda. It's just not on today's agenda. Hmm. And you're free. So, Definitely try to figure out how you want to come about that. You could write your own vision statement. You could make a vision board. I personally am very fascinated with the whole lean business thing. And so I actually have a lean model set up for how I want my business to run. And I use it as my guiding light for everything that I do. It's why I don't feel like I am distracted when I'm doing this podcast. Because this podcast is part of what I want to do. It's part of the way I tell stories and talk about stories and share my thoughts and feelings and life with the world. I don't like blogging. I'm not the best at YouTube, but I'm trying. But here, I can talk to you. And so it's a part of my vision. It's part of what I want to do. And so I find time. And that, in a lot of ways, is the great secret that you'll learn. Once you have the vision... Once you have a sense, at least, of what it is that you want to do and what you want to accomplish, then you will find ways to accomplish it. But you have to have that vision first. And it can't be, this isn't a time for high concept. It can't be, I want to be the next to this writer or that writer. Because that doesn't tell you what you want. 
I want to have a whole bunch of source books out there. See, my initial dream is to be the next J.R.R. Tolkien, but I'm not going to write my own Lord of the Rings. What I mean by that is I want to do conlang, and I want to write my own world building, and I want to create myths and legends and tell all kinds of stories and write books in that world. And I want people to care about that world. And so that's what I do. I hope this helped you. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you'd like to hear addressed on the show, in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a dollar that you can pass my way and you'd like to join the project, in the show notes you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. It does help out so much for everyone who does that. Thank you. And please consider if I've made your life better joining up. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you have any friends that you think would like what anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Alrighty, there's a lot going on and I've got a lot of stories to tell. So until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.